Hello there. So today I finally got around to seeing Wonka. So here is my review for that there. Coincidentally, this is also Timothy Chalamet's uh, birthday, which I didn't even know until just before I went to see the film. I had to, to notice that when I looked on Twitter and that. So happy birthday, Timothy Chalamet. So this is kind of a coincidence that I went to see the film on his birthday. So and, you know, what? I'm going to give him a great big birthday present because I'm sure he's a big fan of the, the show and he wants to tune in and listen all the time. <coughs> anyway, uh, he's fantastic in this film he really gives a great performance here and i remember when i heard this film was getting made i was kind of in the really do we really need another one of these type things however i do think they've done a really good job with this and making this different enough from the other incarnations we've had this might be blasphemy to some people but i don't think the gene wilder version's that great i like it don't get me wrong it's quite good and everything but I don't think it's as great as everyone says it is. You know, it's kind of one of those, I can say a good film can be overrated type thing. And I'm saying, yeah, I like it. But everyone else is like, wow, it's amazing. It's incredible. It's fantastic. Kind of like Elf as well, when I was talking about that last week. I was like, yeah, it's, it's quite good. I'm actually one of those few people that's actually a fan of the Tim Burton, Johnny Depp one. I really liked it, to be fair. I actually think it's great. And to be fair... It is still my favourite version of it. Yeah, I know. Blasphemy. I know. <laughs> I'll pro I might be the only person who's saying that. However, I did really like Wonka. I don't absolutely completely love it and think it was amazing or anything like that, but I thought it was really good and I really enjoyed it. And the, the one thing I'll say is uh, it does have its flaws and it's mainly towards the first half hour in that. Uh, I enjoyed the first little few minutes of it and then... There was a, I'll get the flaws out of the way first of all and to begin with Olivia Coleman's character was really really fucking annoying like and I know I get it some people say well she's meant to be unlikable I was like yeah but she was actually getting on my nerves to the point when I was like please get off the screen and I'm like I'm not saying Olivia Coleman is a great actress by the way and I do actually find her quite fucking annoying in real life, though. Anytime I see her in interviews, I'm just like, oh, please shut up. That's kind of the way she just rubs me the wrong way. She, she just does. And she was really rubbing me the wrong way, in the wrong way, early doors. However, however, she gets less and less annoying as the film goes on. So, and, you know, and the character actually does work with that. So I will say that. So testament to her acting there as well, with that there. And, of course, you've got to put uh, your... Uh, separate the art from the artist even if somebody gets on your nerves and we'll talk about that later on believe me but um yeah one thing is you wouldn't know if you've seen the trailers for this is this is a pretty much a full-blown musical <laughs> but the trailers will not have not shown you this and there was a thing going about saying uh, about a week or so ago saying they actually tried to hide this from the marketing because a lot of musicals have been flopping and things like that at the box office so they tried to hide it um to be fair, they marketed this film pretty well, but I think the musical numbers are great in this. I think they are some of the main strengths of this. I think Timothy Chalamet is great in them as well. Not that I know, I don't know if he's a trained singer or anything like that, but he really does great. I mean, there could be dubbing and all that shit going on. Of course, there could be, but you know, he was ex he was really excellent and. Uh, the whole choreography, everything just works. And there's some really good little jaunty numbers and things like that. Some nice little slow ones as well. There's a nice balance. It works really, really well. So for me, I enjoyed that. And of course, there are a couple of favourites as well sprinkled in there. 
Uh, oh, like you sprinkle chocolate sometimes, chocolate sprinkles. <laughs> anyway, enough of the puns. Um, so, yeah, the, the musical numbers for me were a big hit with that. I'll, I'll go back to one other little negative thing as well. A, a couple of other characters from like the Chocolate Cartel, they were annoying at first as well. So the first half an hour, even I liked the first musical number, but then after that, the, f the first half hour was a bit shaky for me. I was kind of like, I don't know. I don't know about this. Because, you know, I mentioned the Olivia Coleman character. And then I mentioned the Chocolate Cartel. They were kind of annoying at first. Like, and again, they're not nice characters. You're not meant to like them. But they were kind of annoying in the, oh, this is starting to feel a bit like a pantomime type thing. And, but, again, get better as they go along as well. And I know Matt Lucas is one of them as well. He's really good. I'm actually a fan of his work and things like that. So... No, don't know the names of the other two guys uh, that uh, did it, but uh, that were the, the other two members. But they actually were good, and they grew on me in a way. Not in a no, I mean you're not meant to like these characters, but they grew on me in a way because they were actually entertaining characters, not in the way of please get off the screen type thing because you're ruining the film, which I was kind of worried that would happen, but it didn't. Uh, the other one, the little girl that plays uh, the noodle, uh, she was excellent. I don't know the actress's name, but she was excellent. Done a great job. Excellent, really works well. The the bond she's got with, with Wonka really does work well with that. And a lot of the other supporting characters are excellent. I've got to say, Keegan-Michael Key is probably my favourite of the support characters. Really is. I, I really enjoyed his performance. He actually just was... He didn't even just grow on me. He was actually good from start to finish in this whenever he was on screen. So that was good to see. Uh, I mentioned uh, like separating the art from the artist. Now, um, I find Hugh Grant to be an insufferable, pompous arsehole in real life. Honestly, uh, the, the, the way he spoke to that young woman at the Oscars like last year, people were or earlier this year, and people were saying, oh, he's just being British. It's like, no, nah, he was just being a twat. And, you know, and of course, just around about the time this film was about to come out, he was whining about how he hated everything doing this. It's like... Uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know, he seems a twat. However, he does give a good performance. I was thoroughly entertained by his impal and pan here. He was very funny, very good, much like he was in Paul King's Paddington 2 as well. And we'll talk about Paul King in a moment. But um, yeah, I, I liked his performance. He was very good in this, very funny. So kudos. That's when you separate the art from the artist. So there you go. Still a twat in real life, he still seems to be, but still, whatever, I'm just saying. So, uh, I mentioned Paul King as well there, of course. Really good choice to direct this, because he's just got that really good, really nice little... Mo just gets humour and things like that, and it just... Uh, just gets the whimsy and the humour and to be fair, to begin with, I thought it was a bit too pantomime, maybe the first half hour but actually once it settles in, I actually think there was a nice blend with this, kind of like there was with Paddington on the two Paddington films, and I'll put this up there with the Paddington films, I actually enjoyed them every bit as much, I didn't absolutely love those films the way some people seem to but I did really like them and I really like this too, so I put this in, in the same bracket, so if you're a fan of those films, you'll I think you'll be a fan of this. I, I don't think there's any reason for you not to be, but, but I could be wrong. You could all be enjoy what you want to enjoy and not like what you want, not want to like, so here we are. But like I said, I, I do think, um, like I mentioned, uh, Timothy Shanley was excellent in this film. He really was such good casting. Of course, it's the young Willy Wonka as well, and, uh, you know, I think as well, this is different enough because, you know, in the other two versions, the Gene Wilder and Johnny Depp, 
they're both fucking weirdos. Now, this guy, he's kind of weird. He's more eccentric than a weirdo at this point in time. But, uh, so you say, if it, he's still, but you can sort of see he's not a cynic either. He's still got hope. He's still got joy in his life and for the world. And he wants to do good. Whereas the two of them are kind of recluses at this point. Now, maybe they get fucked over. They've been fucked over over their lives and that's turned them into that. Who knows? But I actually think this was... Like I said, this was different enough to make it worthwhile because it's not a remake of either of the two films. And, you know, it, it's separate enough that it can be its own thing because, you know, you've got here in the, the Johnny Depp version, you had he, he had a bad relationship with his dad, played by Christopher Lee. Whereas in this one, the the, the backstory is about his mother, played by Sally Hawkins, who, of course, was Aunt Lucy in the, the Paddington films which is actually a really sweet relationship. He wants to honour her. And, you know, that works really, really well. And actually, towards the end, this film, uh, the, you, you know, it's, it got me in the feels. It actually worked really well. Um, so this is enough to stand on its own. And this film's doing well enough at the box office, it would seem, because apparently it's only got like a, just around about $100 million budget. According, I think Dan Merrill was saying that when I was I seen his box office thing the other day. And this looks a lot more expensive than some of these films that are getting two hundred million dollar budgets. I mean, I talked about Wish the other day. I mean, yesterday I talked about that. Where two hundred million dollars go on that? Don't know. But uh, this film, apparently, a hundred million dollars, roughly. It may be a bit more. It may. If you'd have told me it was like a hundred, hundred and fifty, I'd be like, yeah, that seems a bit right. But visually, it's actually pretty splendid. It really does look well, and it's quite immersive, and the whole world works incredibly well here. So. You know, and this film's already done 250 million uh, worldwide. It's doing great numbers in the UK. Is anything based on Roald Dahl, uh, num uh, Roald Dahl source material always tends to do in the UK. Even the Spielberg BFG, which I actually love. That's actually my favourite film adaptation from any of the Dahl stuff. Uh, I tanked in, in the US, didn't do great worldwide, but was a big hit in the UK. So there you go. It is what it is. So... Overall, I, I just had a really great time with this film. I don't think it's an amazing film. I don't think it's incredible. But I think it's really good. I think it's... And you know, when I mentioned the emotion, it's sweet without being sickly or anything like that. It just... It was it was earned emotion by the time we got to the end. And it, it worked well. And I had fun with it. It's one of those films... It's nearly two hours, but it doesn't feel long. It just sort of zips along nicely. And to be fair, I think the... The Tim Burton one was nearly two hours as well, so can't remember how long the original was. So it's it's kind of unfitting that a film like this would have a running time near that. But does it? Even though it's nearly two hours, does it outstay its welcome? The pacing's brisk. I had a really great time. What can I say? Big thumbs up for Wonka. So anyway, as of tomorrow, I think tomorrow I'll be going to see Aquaman too. So. I don't, I don't know how much I'm going to enjoy that one. I actually really enjoyed the first Aquaman, but the way things have gone with DC, uh, oh, I don't know. Behind the scenes, we'll, we'll find out tomorrow, I suppose. But uh, thanks ever so much for taking the time to listen, and goodbye. <laughs>